All right. Welcome back to the fifth podcast that we have ever recorded. Thank you for everyone that has been listening, watching, viewing, however you've been um, seeing our content. We appreciate every single one of you guys. I think we just hit 50 subscribers on YouTube. So um, big thing, we'll be doing another giveaway probably here soon. Just did an order of t-shirts today. So um, if you don't recognize our newest, how would you say it? Newest, uh, newest studio. Yeah. So um, we just got this whole built built out. That's what has taken us a little while. I thought you saw that we did leave a one week out there, um, and that was just due to me building this out. So I'm excited to be here. Um, you don't see, can't see him yet, but I do have a one of my favorite people ever just sitting here next to me. He lives up in Jacksonville. He's been in the business since I've gotten into the business, and he has actually helped me along the way. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce Randy Macho. He is a retired veteran. And he has been able to be very successful in the insurance industry and help me along the way also. So, Randy Matros, thank you for joining the podcast today. Well, thanks for having me, Brady. I appreciate that. It's yeah, a, man. It's a really nice studio, too, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It, was a, it took a lot of work. It took a lot of work to do this. So, yeah. But, hey, we're here. Absolutely. It's done. And now we can burn out a bunch of podcasts. And I'm yeah, excited to have everybody it, coming man. in. So we have a huge list of people that want to come in and do a podcast. Yeah. So I'm glad you're the fifth, though. So uh, it's number five. It's kind of the hump. So. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Yeah, perfect. And hey, thank, hey, thank you also for uh, driving down. I know you didn't have to drive down, but mm -hmm. um, I appreciate you coming down. I'm going to take you out to dinner tonight to uh, get you back for that. So, <laughs> Top shelf, top shelf. <laughs> hey, that, that's okay with me. That's okay. <laughs> so, um, well, Randy, we're, we're kind of discussing beforehand, you know, um, like we do in every single podcast, what we're going to do is we're going to dive deep into your past, okay. um, how business is going currently, and then um, in the end, we're going to also talk about where you want to be going and then... Um, I kind of have a cool little thing we do at the end. So I uh, look forward to that. That's going to be fun. All righty, man. So like I was kind of saying in your intro, yeah, I know you started out in the Navy. So let's mm -hmm. just start there. You know, start, um, you know, you getting out of Navy or when you're in the Navy and then where time progressed right after that. That's a good question. Yeah, well, thanks for sharing that. Um, well, yeah, I served in the Navy for 22 years and eight months. Um, loved it. The Navy was very good to me. Um, and it still is to this day, being retired and getting the benefits coming from that. Um, I started the Navy because I wanted the adventure that Navy offers. My dad was in the Navy too, as well. He served 22 years and retired. I served 22 years and retired from that. Kind of wow. ironic. Yeah, I know. It just works out that way. Uh, but I, the lifestyle that my father was living and uh, flying in the Navy uh, was very. Uh, he'd come home. This is so cool. He'd come home on weekends with lobsters, like <laughs> fresh Maine lobsters come from Maine. I mean, it's like that day they're taking out the water and we're eating it at the table. Oh, geez. That's how I kind of grew up. You know what I mean? And I like that adventure and sense of that kind of, you know, bring, you know, going out and seeing the world, you know, and have that freedom to do that. And, and that's what I wanted in the Navy. And uh, flying in the Navy was allowed me that opportunity to do that. Yeah, that definitely makes me jealous. I yeah. <laughs> That's one thing I'm working towards. That's what this business has been sure. able to allow me to do even is be able to travel, just see the U.S. You know, I've been out of the country once. I, I don't consider it being out of the country. Yeah. We went to the Bahamas. So, well, hey, that's a nice place. I, I guess it counts, sort yeah. of. But yeah. um, I feel like it's the most destination place that people go to. But yeah. I still want to go over to, like, Europe and things like that. Yeah. So when you were in the Navy, though, so you said you were were you a pilot then? No, I was an operator. Was you were an operator? Yeah. Okay. I used to fly in the back of the plane. Shh. Can't tell you oh. what I did. Okay. Well, all right. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> so I get that 100%. My family's a big military family, yeah. too. So they can't really talk about any of that stuff yeah. either. So yeah. I get It was that, fun. So. It was good to me. You know, and I, I did that when I loved it. I absolutely loved what I did. It was a great job. Uh, but I had a family coming, and I saw the Navy lifestyle, and I'll get, you know, explain that, that I didn't want to be away from my family. That was very important to me. Family's a big thing for me. Um, and I got out. No plan B. Just got out. Not the best thing to do. Fortunately, though, I was out for two years, and I came in the reserves because I needed the money, honestly. 
And I came across the, the guy that brought me in the reserves. He says that he was the same job that I did. So we could connect. Oh, really. yeah. Yep. And I said, tell me about your job. He said, well, I had no deployment, no, no, no duty, and no watches. And they paid me extra $450 extra a month. I'm like, sounds I, pretty good to me. Sign me up for that. <laughs> That's right. what I did. I'm not stupid. I figured it out pretty quick. Um, and then I did that for the rest of my rest of my Navy career. Uh, I was a recruiter uh, for 10 years and then a career counselor the last five. And then as a recruiter, in, like in this business, when you make good income, you can control your schedule. And that was the same thing that I was experiencing in the Navy. Um, and I can control my schedule when I wanted to work. Basically, that's what it was. I really didn't have a boss. As long as I made mission, we do what we wanted. And I had that kind of flexibility. And I was looking for an opportunity because I knew I was going to retire one day. That would allow me that same kind of schedule, flexibility, and freedom, especially I wanted a good income. Um, yeah, I couldn't imagine going straight from having yeah. the time freedom, seeing your family doing yeah. whatever you want, making the yeah. good income, and then getting out of that, and then having to go maybe go get a nine to five where you got to clock in and clock oh, out and have a I boss and stuff. Couldn't do it, no <laughs> way, man. I just can't do it. And uh, some for some people might good, but for me, it just wasn't that way. Yeah. No. Uh, so I was looking for that opportunity, and I, I didn't know anything about the insurance business at all. I had no clue. And I was looking for some company that I could associate with that could train me to do this insurance business, not know anything. I just went into a cold. I didn't know anybody in the business at all. Nobody in my family right. did this business. And a lot of people don't understand that is typically how people get into the insurance yeah. industry, not having any experience. Me, me myself, also had yeah. no experience at all. Absolutely. I mean, all of my agents, no experience at all. Yeah. We actually prefer that because then we, they're more coachable and trainable and they right. don't have bad habits. So Bad habits. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we won't get into all that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Um, yeah, it's good that you did come in, um, yeah. probably being coming in as a fresh person. So. Yeah, that's what I did. And, and I went to uh, I went to Farmers Insurance. Everybody knows Farmers. We are Farmers. <laughs> um, the commercials and the University of Farmers. And I saw that at the on the on the TV, I'm saying University of Farmers. They actually have a university. They can train me to do this business. And that's what I did. Um, in a very short period of time, uh, two years, I had over $300,000 of book of business. Wow. All from cold calling. All from cold calling. Jeez, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's not that's, fun. Yeah. <laughs> I hired somebody to do that, by the way. <laughs> I right. didn't want to do it. No. Um, and then uh, quickly realized that after a short period of time, being an independent agent was the best way to go about doing business because I'm serving the clients. I'm not serving farmers at that point. Being a farmer's agent like I was, I was serving their needs and what I could put into a square peg into a round hole kind of situation. I couldn't really serve all my clients. I was serving farmers. Right. That, that wasn't the right idea for me. I didn't like that idea. So we went independent as well. Uh, just walked away from the book of business, pretty good income, just walked away, and then decided that I want to go independent and did the same thing, uh, the property and casualty side of the house, which is kind of like the auto and home. Um, didn't make a whole lot of money for a period of time. That's the business, that business there, it, it takes a while to make an income. Yeah. But Usually I, you have to have, like, I always three just think, years. like, I've talked to a lot of state farm agents, too, where they build an, an agency, but it does take a long time. Three to, years, yeah. Minimal. Yeah, yeah. To make a decent income. And I, I saw the writing on the wall and decided, it's like, well... But what happened was, what's unique, uh, I, for somehow or another, I did a, a, a Facebook post, mm -hmm. um, and then I wrote a, a life insurance application on a friend of mine. It was a million-dollar policy, um, and I uh, didn't know what I was doing. I had no clue. didn't know anything about underwriting. Nobody teached me to do this stuff. I had right. no idea. Thank God she was healthy. <laughs> I mean, she was healthy, no problems, and she got a mil million-dollar policy. Submitted the application in a month and a half. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of funny to say, by the way. Right now, know what we know now. <laughs> um, they uh, she got approved. I made two thousand dollars in commission on something I didn't even know what I was doing. 
Yeah. I was like, this life insurance, there's a lot of money in this kid. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, this makes a lot of sense. So that taught me a lesson right off the bat. I said, if I'm going to do something, um, I'm going get, to get into the life insurance business. Just by pure accident, I found that. Uh, then um, we sold our book of business. My, my partner kind of split up in good terms. Uh, with, with, this is in California, by the way. Oh, you're doing this all in California? It started out in California when oh, I retired wow. from the Navy. Yeah. yeah. I knew you. I knew that's where you retired. I guess we didn't really mention that. You yeah. You were started in uh, California. Is that awesome. where you made your transition to Flor- Florida then? Yep. yep. Okay. And now what happened was I, I, I have a home in Jacksonville. Like you mentioned, I live in Jacksonville. About after years, I'm a single dad of two daughters. and I'm Paid off. Of, paid off. Pretty sweet. Right. Um, it's a lot. Can't forget about that. No. <laughs> um, so what happened was uh, Brady... Um, I came to Florida and I was looking for an opportunity with life insurance because I already had that experience of selling that one policy and not knowing anything about it and making all this kind of money, right. which is awesome. Let me find that kind of gig. And I knew from coming from the farmer's agency and the independent agency in California that I didn't want to have to go and cold call people anymore. I didn't want to do that. That's a lot. That's yeah. painful. I so I never did cold calling per se. Yeah. Well, I guess I did in my corporate days, but yeah. uh, we did cold knocking. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. Uh, but. Sounds painful. In Iowa, it is because it's usually like negative 30. Yeah. (laughs) And you're still out there knocking on farmers' doors. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, we would just go door to door. Um, We'd have like a little map with one client or something on there. And then you're literally working off referrals. Yeah. But you're still going out and cold knocking on these people's doors. Like they don't know who you are. You just say, Oh, I I sat down with X, Y, and Z. They they thought it would be a good idea for me to swing by to go over this with you. Yeah. What time works best? It's like, (laughs) you get an alternative, you know, option. But still, that's just not, that's just as bad, frankly. Yeah. I I understand that. And that's what I was looking for when I came here. I was like, hey, you know, I need this opportunity. Well, what just so happened, everything kind of earth aligned, you want to call it that. My my house became available here in Jacksonville. And my daughter graduated high school, my youngest one. Uh, I sold my book of business for a little bit of money, a little profit, which is pretty good in two years, by the way. Right. That's really good in any business. And then I broke up with my girlfriend, and things just kind of worked out that way. And said, you know what? We're going back home to Florida. Well, there you go. And here I am. And then then, thank God, uh, thank God, uh, what happened was, I, when I transitioned from California to Florida, I actually had to, you know, release my license in California because I no longer was a resident there, became a resident of Florida, got my license here, and John Schwartz said, How scary was that, by the way? I had to do the same thing. Oh, I, I, I was like, no, I'm like, I have called up the commissioner. I'm like, I'm not going to give up my license. Are you kidding me? This doesn't make any sense. I did the same thing did you? moving from Iowa to here. It's scary. Um, Nick Theodore said I didn't have to do it, but it, I, I just wanted to get it done yeah. and over with. And I had had my license for, I think, almost uh, a year at that point, so yeah. I could transfer it. Because yeah. um, Florida, as you know, is a reciprocal state. Yeah, so. that's right. Um, but you still have to forfeit your, they make it sound horrible. You yeah, have to forfeit, forfeit your life. That word is like, oh, what? No, no, no. It's like, I that. worked so hard to get this license <laughs> and I barely passed it. So. <laughs> no, this again. Yeah, I can't take that test again. Yeah, so yeah. we let's figure this out because I'm never losing this license. Yeah, so, right. But yeah. it, it ended up being a pretty easy process. Yeah, it took goodness. about a week so. and it was done. Yeah. Yep. yeah what, I mean, well, that's what the point was is, is you know, you don't want to give that up ever. Um, it's too much value to that. Um, John Schwartz sent me an email and, and um, back then, and I still have it, I'll have to share this with you one day. It's kind of funny. Uh, Nick Theater was on there on audio, not even a video. And uh, Nick Theater talks about that sometimes and how uh, funny it was. And Matt Weiner talks about that sometimes about the old audio. And I still have it. I got It's fun. But you know, something compelling about that that really caught my attention. Um, You'll have to um, 
we'll I'll have you send that, and then we'll do like a little clip of yeah. with Nick's face, and then I'll put that little audio in there. Yeah, so. that'd be fun. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be a lot. Of, I think a lot of people enjoy that actually. Right, right. We're not uh, that tech savvy. I mean, it looks good, but we don't have all that stuff yet. It's just me and him right now. There's nobody in here controlling anything. So well, based on what I'm seeing so far, it's going to be great. <laughs> right, right. So perfect. So yeah, we'll yeah. throw that. We'll throw that yeah, in well, here a little bit. Bonus. Bonus. <laughs> yeah. uh, so basically, I uh, and, and what the, what I didn't mention was this: is I, I talked to my about my father, and he was sick. He was sick. He was really sick. He had um, heart failure. Didn't know what that was at the time. He had some cancer issues. Uh, wasn't really aware of that. He has diabetes. Yeah. Didn't even know what that means. Didn't even know how to spell it. I never heard of it. You know, coming from the military, you just don't, you're not exposed to that kind of stuff because you have to be really healthy. Right. Especially my line of work. Um, and then that was in July of 2017. My dad was sick, and I was going back and forth to Maryland where he grew up, and I grew up in Maryland too, and uh, my childhood home, um, and kept on going back and forth um, because, it was, you know, it's like once a week I'd go or every, you know, so he's in the hospital going back and forth, back and forth. And I, I and so, like I said, that that audio of Nick Theodore was really compelling to me. Um, and I listened to it multiple times. It it hooked me uh, in a good way. Right. And um, and people understand when they see the video or they hear the audio, they understand that because mm-hmm. there's something in there that really caught my attention. I listened to it over and over again. And um, my dad being sick, I just wanted to focus on my dad. Right. You know, I was reti- I'm retired from the military, so I do have an income coming in. I could do that. Mm-hmm. You know, but I want more in, you know, out of life. So he passed away in October, um, end of October, October 29th. And then um, when he did that, um, that left a burden on our family. It really did. And I remember very specifically calling John Schwartz, uh-huh. who hired me, trained me. He's one of the be- he's the best underwriter there is. In my now, just real quick. So the b- burden-wise, what, 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 what was kind of like the burden? Was it just the, the cost of the after arrangements, or was it just uh, like what he had left over? Or like what, what kind of was the burden part? The good question, Brady. Um, the burden was this. It was him taking all the equity out of the home, my childhood home, that he could possibly get and spending it uh-huh. and leaving nothing behind for his wife, my stepmom. And that was a, you know, and she, she all she ever did was babysit kids. She's 70-something years old. Right. And babysitting her kids out of her basement. You know Jeez. what I mean? Yeah. And just, you know, that's what was her lifestyle. That's all she knew what to do. She's from another country, and I love her to death. Um, but that burden that he put on my family um, our conversations um, with my stepmom is every other time, you know, she says to me on the phone, every time I call her up. Hmm. That's not every time, but every other time. She says, why'd your dad do this to me? Right. And he left us with, not me, because I don't need it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all on her. And um, he left us with her with nothing. No income. He's making great income. He retired military, retired for Boeing, uh, uh, disability, all kinds of income coming in. Really good income, but... When you take all the money out of your home equity and leave your family with no income, that's a burden. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, I didn't I didn't even know that, and maybe mm-hmm. that's why we connect so well. Um, is just that we have that mutual understanding. We never even talked about it, but I think maybe just biologically we had that mutual understanding of like yeah. what that is to go through. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know when we went through it with my mother when she passed away, you know, it was fifteen thousand dollars just just for a basic cremation and a small little gathering. Like, oh wow! And that was in rural Illinois. So and it doesn't get any cheaper than that, too. No, and then I didn't know this, and I'm sure a lot of folks don't, that are listening to this don't realize that you don't get a payment plan on that. They want that check right then and there, yep. and so yeah, it was it was kind of a hor- horrible situation. But um, luckily, we were able to get it paid for and all that kind of fun stuff. But um, yeah, same thing, kind of definitely a burden, and definitely understand. Yeah, and it just, similar to what you're what you yeah. went through, and then also just the the headaches that come along with it. Oh, it's it's just it's a nightmare. It's not like it's a surprise you're gonna die one day. I'm, <laughs> 
hello. <laughs> at um, some point, you, you're born. There has to be an end at some point. It's going to happen. We're, right. We're, you know, to everybody. Um, and I'm sorry about that. You're about your mother. I mean, it, you know, we both share that common bond. You right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, and that coming from my father's perspective, um, you know, I, I saw that. And and I remember having a conversation with my dad before he passed away. And, you know, I just, I just didn't know any better. It's like the first life insurance policy I wrote, like $2,000. Right. I didn't know any better. Um, he's like, well, can you get me some insurance? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know anybody to talk to about this. Uh-huh. He says, well, can you get me some insurance? I'm like, dad, I don't know. I have no idea. At least he tried at the very end, but a little bit too late then. Yeah. 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 It's just. I'm sure the medical issues, you probably couldn't get too yeah, much going yeah. there. So. Well, knowing what I know now, I know what I could have done. I right. definitely done something. Yeah. I mean, I mean something. Yeah. It was better than nothing. This is true. That's you what know? we talk lights. That's right. <laughs> this, hey, hey everything in life, there's something that better is. Something is better than nothing. That is the best thing I could ever say to somebody is like having something is way better than not having anything. But yeah. folks just have this false conception that, well, I just go, I'll just put, you know, say the policy is 150 bucks a month. Oh, I'm just going to put that away each month. You're not doing it now. What's, what's stopping? <laughs> right. Uh, well, before we sat down today, you're not doing that. And then not only that, what if you die tomorrow? Yeah. Now you have zero dollars because you even put the hundred fifty dollars yeah, away. Exactly. What's that going to do for your family? Exactly. So, and then it's funny. I, I sit down with folks who do a lot of equity protection. If you guys don't know what that is, yeah. um, you'll have to message us and come work with us. Yeah, <laughs> we'll explain it all. But, um, essentially, you know, and then it's like it may be a, a smaller amount of money that the the benefit is, but when you break it down math wise, you know, it takes five years to even yeah. break even on that policy. Yeah. And then your medical conditions. That's why you can only get this policy. The odds of you living that long are slim. Right. right. Or living it that you remember anyways. So um, it's just funny that people will think that, you That's know, okay. Yeah. yeah. But here's the worst part about that. Let's too. just have nothing. You know, you know, it'll just have nothing. But here's the worst part about that. Think, oh, I can always take this money out of my savings or I can always take this money out of my 401k. Well, let me ask you a question. How long did it take you to accumulate that money? And it's going to be wiped out, especially if you get sick or if you're diagnosed with cancer or stroke or heart attack. How, how long would that money last? And it took you all these years to accumulate that money. But now it's gone. And, and you still got medical bills coming in. I mean, there's a problem here. Right. Even a simple thing of like, I always, but my first one I retort to is uh, cancer. You know, you see all the GoFundMes, you see all the yeah. fundraisers, you see all this. Pass the hat. Yeah. Why, why do you think all those exist? Because typically, w- even if you have the best health insurance in the country, yep. you're still going to be paying about $100,000 out of pocket. That's right. Because a lot of uh, chemotherapies, therapies, or anything that will probably save your life is still deemed as experimental. That's right. Here's another thing on that too. And I got a client of mine that's a really good friend of mine, um, Brett, and his wife um, put a policy on them with a uh, equity protector, mm-hmm. um, which comes with, comes with living benefits and um, comes, you know, same age as me. This is about three years ago, and um, he's retired military, retired EO, EOD tech, like express mm-hmm. ordinance, right? Senior chief, um, great income, works full time, and um, you know we have lunch together every now and then. I go see him and all good people. Um, Great relationships with great friends. Um, and then come to find out he had diagnosed with prostate cancer. Oh, goodness. And he's the same age as me. This is about three years ago, like I said. And then I was like, what? Brett, what's going on? And he said, you have diagnosed prostate cancer. I'm like, man, I'm so sorry. Let's put a living benefits policy on you. He had income already coming in, great income. Right. So he's like, no, I don't want to mess with it. I just want to keep that $300,000. Don't need it. Because, he, had, you know, here's my point, though. Being military, as I am, retired. We have TRICARE, we have uh, you know, all the VA stuff we can get, you know, everything's great. And especially when I talk to my clients that are veterans who are retired, like myself, they said, oh, everything's taken care of. No, it's not. No, it's not. reason yeah. for that is because 
what happens is there's ancillary costs that go associated with, you know, drive time to all the different clinics to no experimental drugs. They don't cover a lot of stuff. They just cover just certain treatments. Getting in. Getting in. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of costs. He goes, Brett says to me, he goes, Randy, you just don't understand. There's a lot of costs that we're coming out of our own pocket for this. And plus, I work full time. I had to cut my hours down to 50%. Half my income is gone. Yeah. Even though I have coverage through TRICARE. Yep. So there's, there's a lot to this. There really is, and uh, it means a lot. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, it, it, it amazes me. I We sit with clients every single day, yeah. and I see it every single day, and it's just like, man. You don't know what's coming. It's coming. Oh, yeah, it, it's coming, and it's coming at some point. That's so, right. um, Well, so you, you moved to Florida, yeah. and then um, found obviously, John. Yep, found John after it was after your father passed away, correct? Yeah, what happened, let me explain that, too. And, and this is part of the the story I was telling with my dad, and when he, when he you know, I saw the video, excuse me, audio. <laughs> it's great. Um and you know he passed away, and then I called John Schwartz up on November twenty eighth, and I said, "John, um, hey, and I saw the audio, and I had to give a code word. I'm not gonna give it out right now. Um, <laughs> that was fun, and it still is. And I said, hey, um, sounds great. I'll, I I listened to the audio so many times, I was convinced. All I needed John to tell me was exactly what I wanted to hear, because I had the faith that this was gonna work. Right. Well, you've I, seen it firsthand, and I've seen it firsthand. Right. And I'm living through it." I'm literally living through it at that time. Mm-hmm. And um, what happened was um, I had talked to John Schwartz, led that man to death. He was great. He's good people. Um, and then I just wanted to hear that. So I signed my ICA that day, the 27th of November, 2017. And, you know, being a manager as we are, that we don't, you know, we, people say, well, I'll call you back because I want to, you know, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. Right. So I told John uh, what, what he didn't know about this is, number one, my dad had no life insurance, zero. And he had no arrangements and no will. That's just crazy. Right. Uh, no plans. And I'm being retired military. I have access to a lot of things that most people don't have. So you'll appreciate this. Um, I made the arrangements and made it happen. Um, this is November 27th, 2017. My, I made the arrangements for my dad to be buried at Arlington National Cemetery. Uh-huh. He's there right now, which is really cool. Right. You know, being retired military, you can do that. And I plan on doing the same thing. Someday it's going to happen. So I made all that arrangements. It was a big ordeal. Um, put my uniform back on. Now, I, I, yes, I still could have fit my old uniform, by the way. Just <laughs> hey, so I, you know. I wasn't going <laughs> to I know you're thinking. That's all good. But I did buy it. Yes, I tried it on. It, it did fit. But out of respect. For, Maybe a little snug. But a little snug. Okay. You know, I was like, oh, I'm proud of myself. <laughs> but what happened was, I, out of respect to Arlington National Cemetery, that's, that's a big deal. I bought a completely brand new uniform, whole get up, everything is new, and put a uniform back on, which you can do that in that occasion. Buried my dad at Arlington National Cemetery. And the reason I'm telling you this is because when I interviewed with John Schwartz, I said, John, give me a week, December 6th, by the way, right. when, when I buried my dad. I said, give me a week and I'll call you back. He's like, probably said, yeah, sure, I'll never hear from this guy again. Click. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 you'll call me back. No, I was serious. Mm-hmm. Now, think of the time frame at that time. This is December 6th when I buried my dad. And then um, I go and uh, I call John up a week later. So that was the 13th, right. yep. the 13th of the month, yep. December. What happens in December? Christmas. Yep. In 12 days. And I said, John, I'm ready to go. He's like, really? I said, yeah. I want to get, let's get started. I was listening to the calls. Uh, I, I was convinced that these people are making this kind of money every single week with warm leads. Man, sign me up for that. I'd be an idiot not to do this. <laughs> exactly. You're kidding me? So I, I, I knew it worked. I just wanted to show that, that I could work with people that wanted to help. And I wanted that help. And John Schwartz and Nick Deodor are that help. Still are to this day. Just like it is for you, too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So um, I said, okay, what I got to do? 
Now, in some people's mind, they may say to themselves, well, I got 12 days before Christmas. I don't care. Christmas is going to come. It's only one day out of the year. Yeah, that's one thing that... That's <laughs> yeah. it. It's funny. We were, I was just talking to Nick actually yesterday, and um, we're planning something in November time frame. He's like, there's some holiday or something. That I'm like, <laughs> I don't Nick. even keep track of holidays anymore. I don't got time for holidays. I'm anything, they're a detriment to my business, so yeah. I don't like them at all. That's right. That's <laughs> so. right. I'm sure there's no Thanksgiving when he goes on cruises, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that guy. He's great. Uh, so, yeah, I, I said, hey, listen, let's get it started, man. I wasn't going to let the excuses of a holiday or family or, you know, got to go buy Christmas presents. I couldn't afford Christmas presents. I mean, right. I, was, I wasn't working with my dad. And then I went out, and, and, um, and I said, okay, I got some, I sold some stuff around the house. I said, I can always buy it back. Yep. I can always buy it back. And been there out. before. Yeah. I don't care. Many times. A couple times, actually. Yeah, I've been there. Times. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. Um, so did that and then bought some older leads, um, uh, 50 older leads, booked eight appointments, sold four my first week. Yeah. Because I had faith and I believed and I saw what was happening. I just listened. I didn't argue. I didn't let yeah. the pre you know, past of being a farmer's agent, like you were talking about a minute right. ago, eliminate you or stop me from doing this. Yeah, so it's kind of crazy that you kind of had that quick of a start because typically when we bring agents in, yeah. just from my personal experience and other managers' experiences, that you have old habits, you have old yeah. um, thoughts, you have old perceptions. Yeah. And so when we put, we have literally a step-by-step program. Yep. Literally seven steps. Yep. I haven't changed a single thing since I got into the business almost yeah. three over three years ago now. Humble. And literally, I... People asking me, well, how are you so good at that? I'm not good at this at all. I'm just great at copying. <laughs> I don't change anything. Nothing has changed. Literally, yeah. I just copy, copy, copy. That's it. Yeah. They I'm were all, they all make millions of dollars. I'm gonna copy them. Well, that's how I'm making that much. You know, less than that. Why listen? You know, why listen to them? Exactly. This works. Yeah. It's a system in place. Exactly. So that's what the best thing. One of the best things about this, you can plug anybody into this, and it's gonna work if they're willing to do two things. That's number one: call yep. the lead up, book an appointment, okay. work. You know, and to so, be coachable. Right, exactly. And so obviously you, you hit all those, you know, the, the main thing, like you said, coachability um, and following the system. That's yeah. literally it. If you can do those two things, you can be successful in this business. I, I truly believe that with all my heart. Absolutely. Now, so when you um, moved from, you did the, the eight sales and then, then what was kind of like your career like from there? Because you've, you've been with us for how long? Uh, Christmas, December 2017, basically. Okay, <laughs> okay perfect. So, so, so a little while. Yeah, a little so, while. Perfect. So. Um, yeah, I think you would probably you were probably in what for almost two or three years before I came. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. So, what was your journey journey like then? Well, because we would have been the uh, company would have just had been founded. We by twenty sixteen, so it was about a year and a half into it. And I wasn't quite sure somewhere around there. We were just yeah. a baby company. We were a baby point. company. I didn't care because I saw the system work. Hey, like, you got hey. in at the beginning, but yeah. that doesn't matter. We're we're hey, still growing. Hey, and hey we're still growing. <laughs> if you want to come on board, we can train you. We, we yeah, can, we could bring yeah. like twenty thousand people on. We still yeah. would have plenty of business to yeah, go around. Plenty, so. especially what's coming too. By the way. Oh yeah, we can't talk about that. Yeah, but we something about that. good is coming. <laughs> so, but uh, you did the the first um, first apps. You did eight, you know, or four right away. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sure your belief level was like you were already had it, but I'm then it was way up. It's like I made two thousand dollars in my first week. I didn't know what doing exactly i didn't study products right people go out there and study the product i gotta know the products first no you don't Mm -mm. rely on your manager rely on you and me exactly to help you with those products you don't need to know that and then what's funny is you know i remember now i have income from the navy still and um i just need a little bit of money played around you know i'm a single guy you know yeah you know it is (laughs) um and then i said uh hey um to john i'm like next week rolls around i'm like john um what do i do now right do it again i'm like all right (laughs) <laughs> just did it again. Saw another four applications down that week. Is that good? He's like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> just, All right, cool. What do I do now? Do it again. All right, I did it again. My, you know, that first month I know it's like ten thousand dollars. My first month, I had no clue what I was doing. Oh yeah, 
I, I look sometimes I look, I look back at it when I first got started because I moved. Um, I had started out part time, only yeah. helped a few clients in my first month. Um, but I saw saw the system. I knew yeah. what I, what was here. Oh yeah. And I was like, I made the exact same amount of money I made in four days working part time yeah. in Iowa yeah. as I did working full time. At Forty my hours a week. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. So 160 hours a week, I w- or 160 hours a yeah. month, I was spending at my corporate job, yeah. making only four thousand. I worked here for four days and made work. the same ex- exact income. I'm like, all right, uh, there's something here. So I'm I got not Einstein. <laughs> so I think I can figure this part out. <laughs> I'm good at math, but I think anybody can figure that math out. Yeah, exactly. And so um, I reached out to Nick, and um, fortunately, I have somebody here that li- that lived down here, and so yeah. I was able. To, he's like, well, if you can come down the floor, there's tons of leads in this area because oh, this yeah. was an untapped market yeah. back then. Yeah. Um, and so came down and then f- same thing first month i think was a little over twenty thousand. yeah first full month and oh, i absolutely. but i look i look back and i'm like i had no idea what i was doing <laughs> isn't that amazing Zero. it's a system it's a system yeah yep you know and i had no idea what this what it could do for me until i realized that in my first month i'm like wow so uh, you asked me what uh, what i do after that i mean i just continue to do the same thing now you know Having an income, bringing making ten thousand dollars, and working part time, part time, not working like two or three days a week. That was about it. Yep, honestly. Um, well, shit, I still work two three days a week. <laughs> <laughs> I know with with clients, with clients, oh, with clients, with clients. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not building our agency, but with clients, right? Yeah, I, the other time is now spent doing podcasts, <laughs> speaking at at boot camps and trainings, training and also, agents. yeah, and then yeah. yeah. So I'm working more than that. I probably work like seventy hours a week, but with clients, I guess in the field is really only two yeah. to three days. All you're doing is making have a cup of coffee, making a friend. That's all. That's Pet, it. Pet their dog. Yeah, you yeah, know, have fun. It. It's cool. I love it. And um, so you know, my first year I made eighty three thousand dollars. That's not great in this mm-hmm. business. That's not great. But on our part, I beat you. By the way, I'm sure you did. I wasn't trying. Remember now, I was like, this I wasn't really trying either. I've made the most money I've ever made in my life. The you first get? year. What's your first year? Ninety six. Ninety six. Yep. All right. I made eighty three five. No, I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but uh, yeah, and, and and I was not taking it serious, and I hate to say that, but it's the truth. Right. My John Schwartz in the very beginning, he says, "Hey, would you like to build an agency?" I'm like, "Nah, man. I'm making ten thousand dollars a month. I ain't trying. Are you kidding me?" I'm good. I'll go on vacation. I, I love to scuba dive. Yep. You know, I'm a scuba diver. We still got to plan that trip. Just, yeah. just reminded me. We yeah. got we to gotta plan that trip probably next eight months. We'll go We'll go on one. Yeah. Yeah. Be fun. Yeah, we need to go. I want to go so bad. I'm scared, though. I, I get claustrophobic just in general. I hear that appeal. People want to scuba dive. and it doesn't. I don't get it. I mean, the first time you go into water with your... So every diver I've spoken to at my old place where I get the condo I used to live at, they would... Uh, there was a uh, certified scuba diver yeah. there and he talked to me and he said i can come in and he'd give me half off on the, on oh, the thing i didn't take him up on i should have taken him up on yeah. it but um he he said that you won't get claustrophobic. even at the most claustrophobic people will, won't and so it's the first time you go under and you see the water go above your eyes you're like oh this is kind of weird i'm still breathing yeah <laughs> but it's fun yeah. it's a different world man i love it that's my point though i want to go so bad i love i Dude, love the ocean i can show you all around there's great places here in florida florida is every kind of body of water you can think of to go scuba diving it's awesome spring well you come with me when i'm getting my certification to make there sure we're, i'm a we're rescue good. diver by the way what's that i'm a rescue diver Patty. oh really mm-hmm. yeah oh awesome yeah, yeah so maybe we can get we'll, we'll work on that we got i got the money now so let's do that oh, man, we got the money why not yeah <laughs> that, that's my point is i was making so much money i was going scuba driving trips all the time right. the first year and we go to key west too yeah. key west I've, 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 I've dove in uh, key largo it's the northern part of the keys yep beautiful yep. up there yeah really nice so yeah we'll <clears throat> we'll, we'll write one we'll jot mental note that yeah, we're gonna get right. that scheduled and then that's uh right. yeah we can video that and we'll somebody <laughs> they'll, you'll see it at some point so yeah <laughs> gopro there you go right perfect so <laughs> Where were we at though? Yeah, I was talking about my first year and what would progress from there. And and um, you know, I remember Nick saying um, after my first year, and he's like, "I'm an elite producer." I'm like, "What does that mean?" Right. <coughs> you know, 
And it's then, funny in this business that it really doesn't take much to become a lead. I know. It's kind of comical. <laughs> the average agent is write three applications a week. Yeah. That's a day's worth of work. Yep. Right? Yep. That's one day's worth of work. Right. And you're making $1,500 or more per week. Mm-hmm. And that's what most people make, more than most people make on a full-time basis with 40 hours, hating their job. Well, real quick, the one thing that <coughs> really drives me crazy is we. I'm, I'm always talking about what I do because I absolutely love what I do. Yeah. I get to help people. I love absolutely love it, right? It's still amazing how I live, the life I live, and everything like that. A nice place here, too, by the way. Thank you. Thank and, we, and a nice car, by the way. Yeah, I just got that back. I'm so uh, excited. The, the Beamer. <laughs> so, but um, what I was trying to get at, it amazes me that people still don't believe me. Yeah. And how old are you, Brady? 26. Okay. How long have you been in this business for? Uh, Almost three years. Three years this November. So it's just 23 years old. Yeah. And you made $96,000 your first year. First, yeah. Yeah. Not knowing what you're doing. Nope. 96. Last year was 136. This year is 250. Nice. Yeah. I think it works. I think so, too. <laughs> I'm not complaining. Hey, <laughs> listen, don't want people to, to come over. Then we got more. Yeah. So if you yeah. don't like it or you don't believe me, don't come. Yeah, guess we, what? It's okay. I'm not trying to I talk to about 30 people a week that yeah. want to come and work with me. So Yeah. Because <laughs> it's your lifestyle and they see they, they want that. It's the recognition. It's the money you can make. Exactly. Yeah. Freedom, so, you know. Hey, the opportunity is always <laughs> available. So yeah. you guys see me all over social media. Shoot me a de- direct message. Shoot Randy a direct message. Yeah. We'd more than happy to talk to you guys, and we can send you the the video or the audio that he 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 got to listen <laughs> to, and um, you know that it it really is simple. Um, what I always tell all my new new agents though is it is going to take hard work. We're yeah. not afraid oh, yeah. to tell you that. One hundred percent. So it's not like you're gonna come in and make a million dollars your first year or no. anything. Now, can you? Yeah, I'm excited for that podcast. So, uh, but I, mean, I know your story you're talking about. And yes, that, that needs to be shared. Oh, it will be. Yeah, I'm excited for it. It's gonna be probably a pretty long podcast too. <laughs> so yeah. I'm gonna do. It. We're gonna do a huge deep dive into exactly how everything fell into place. Essentially, so. it's kind of like me when it fell into place when I moved, decided to move to Florida. Exactly. You know, it's the right decision to make. And when I moved, when I found John and Schwartz, and I found Nick Theodore, I knew it was the right decision to make. I knew it was a decision to make. I just needed to hear it from John. Exactly. Yeah. And I was, I was all in. And that's the thing I learned about this business is the people that we work with every day. You know, like you and me, mm-hmm. we talk all the time. Right. Right. Help each other yeah. out. Like on Mondays, we can help each other out. Mm-hmm. And. Um, you know, the culture that we have here in this group, the theater group, is amazing. It's like family. It's family. Yeah. 100%. I mean, it's people. It's, you know, we're not even on the same thing, too. That, <laughs> it's it, so it, embarrassing. Like, I, 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 Yeah, we're not going to say names. But I, th- I know the other person that, that was on their team and what she does. Right. And I won't say her name, but you know what yeah. I'm talking about. Right. Now, mind you guys, we're not talking bad or anything. They, the people that did leave the leave the company, they they, they're actually back now, ironically enough. But uh, it just are, wasn't. I don't think it was just their time at that moment. And yeah, then they, they realized it right was later. You, on. you got a good point there. They're yeah. really good people. But you know, just to think that that they had these top, two top producers, yourself and another female, another great woman, um, and walk away from that. I'm going, man, you just weren't thinking straight. Yeah, or you weren't plugged into Nick Theodore, or you weren't listening, or. I don't know, but you know, wish you the best. I'm glad you're back, but yeah. I'm sure they'll build it again. School uh, three times, four times, ten times. <laughs> me too, me too. So if you guys are hardworking and want to come work, let yeah. me know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, we can help you. We'll train you. I promise. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you know, you got got in, had a great first sure. year. When did you start? You know, I think <clears throat> you had started building at, at some point. About a right? year, year and a half into it, I started building. And I wanted to know because. Do you regret waiting that long? <laughs> What's that? Do you regret regret waiting that long? Why would I wait? It's, I do regret that. What things like if I change that, I give it to everybody. Yep. You know. <clears throat> so, you know, th- what I learned though is well, Nick Theater so in time. This is he doesn't see this much anymore. But for four years, he does this part time. Works at a kind of store that you worked at. Won't say the name. Yep. They're not but, paying us, so 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're not going to say the name. Uh, but he does this, and he's been doing this for over four years now and does his part-time. And I don't bother him. We won't have any quotas. We don't have anything like that. As, as you know, he has a great contract level. He's happy. His family's happy. You know, um, but if he wants to work part-time, go for it. If he wants to build, great. I'll help you with that, too. But if you don't, that's perfectly fine with us. We'll take you. Yeah, that's what I love about this is, like, we don't we don't require you to do anything. That's right. When, I, when I'm hiring folks, they're like, well, is there quotas? Is there this? No. No. I'm not a babysitter. You're your own boss. That's right. What my job is is to mentor you. That's right. And make sure you don't have to go through the struggles I went through. That's right. Or at least a lot less of them. That's yeah. for sure. So there's going to be still struggles but oh, yeah. with anything. But, yeah. We really don't care. Like, no. if you want to come in and, and help one family a month, come in and help one family a month. That's still one you. more protected family than we had before. I'm happy, f- but I think I'm pretty close. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But, um, you know, we're really good training here, by the way. So the thing with the leads is we can call a lead up right now. Uh, we can we can call a lead up right now, book an appointment for this afternoon, go see that person or whatever, uh, and get paid on that tomorrow. Yep. Can't we? We can do that right now. I mean, I can, it's pretty much almost guaranteed. No, no going guarantees of life, but the point is it's it's immediate gratification. To build an agency, though, there's a difference. It's the same thing, but it is uh, a delayed gratification mm-hmm. because it takes time to develop an agent, especially if they're not licensed. Especially if they're not licensed, it takes time to get them licensed, and they have to go through the seven-step training that we have here. And then, then you know, getting up and running takes a little time. Say about you know, 30, 60 days, something. Depends on how fast. Yeah, I mean, going. I would say that I would say that the average bare minimum. If you started recruiting today, I would say it probably takes about 90 to 180 days to start seeing that Got results from the that. results. From yeah, that. I'm talking yeah. about somebody that's already coming on board too. Yeah. 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 But it does take time. So you got to have faith in that too. But you see the results. Yep. You got some amazing producers here, amazing builders here on the team. You are as well. Full time. Even though we're on the same, we're on the same team, the theater group and Equus Financial. But, you know, to help each other in that regard without just pure help, mm-hmm. like a family, like you said. You know what I mean? But you, from my understanding, though, you did build up a, a pretty big, yeah, big business. Sure Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. How long did it take you to do that? About a year. And, let me think here. A year and a half. About a year and a half. And how many agents did you have at that point? Uh, 13, 14 writing agents at that time. That's a pretty healthy business. It's a pretty healthy business. Yeah. 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 You almost can. You would. You were almost done working. Uh, almost done working. That's the goal. That's what we're going to get to in a minute. Yes. That's the goal. Um, is to get out of the field. See, you know, I don't want to be selling life insurance for the rest of my life. It's great. We would love to protect our families. We love building relationships. You know? Yeah. So just just kind of going off of that, you know, we we have been talking a lot about like your successes in yeah. the business and things yeah. like that. I always do like diving in deeper though, yeah. And going the 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 level deeper than most folks won't go when talking about the industry. Sure. We're always talking about the the good things, yeah. all this, this place that you live in, the car, all that. That's all great and all. Yeah. Let's talk but, about real numbers here. Yeah. So what were some struggles that you had to face? You know. I'm sure a couple come to your head as soon as I said that, mm-hmm. but getting into the business, it probably wasn't all easy. No, come on. Yeah, I said I started off with you know booking eight appointments my first week, wrote four applications, but I, that doesn't mean I wrote four separate households. It means I wrote two households. Right. You know, I had to go through a lot of rejection to get that. You know, you know, some people are just not nice, and that's okay. It's not my problem. It's their problem. But some of the struggles that I went through, um, you know, getting out, getting out of my own head, being in my own head. Let's put it that way. You know. Um, you know, I and what, what, how did, what does that mean? Because, you know, getting out of your own head, what were like things that you, st- yeah, if you have self doubt and we all, we, we all do that. And, uh, you know, I try, you know, I, I want to mitigate that as much as possible because what, there's still people that need our help. Right. They're still going to be there. They want our help and we're here to help them, serve them. 
you know, but uh, having that self-doubt sometimes, you know, and that still, it still creeps in. I mean, of course. Um, but staying plugged into John Schwartz and Nick Fedor and the calls and the trainings and relationships like we have, that's huge. That's um, I wouldn't be here today. Yeah, most definitely. And so can you be how scary that would be? Oh, yeah. You know, that just blows my mind. So what, besides the, the mental thoughts, what, what was probably, if you could think of one thing, what was your biggest struggle in the business? Uh, biggest struggle in the business? Um, besides mental thoughts? Yeah. I know it's a big one. It's a big one for a lot of folks because... Work. Just not doing enough work. Getting lazy and, uh, and just to you know, get kind of complacent where you're at. Yeah, I can relate with that 100%. You yeah. know, the complacency that can creep in with this yeah. business is because... We are so stuck into the machine. Like, uh, like you didn't have to go through it, but I went through it with working a nine to five to where you clock in and you clock out. Yeah. You're, you're told what to do. You're told what time to get there. You're told what time to leave. You're a robot. You're a lot of folks don't realize they're robots, but they are robots. Yeah. And so when you get into this business and you start making the income you're making, you know, sometimes you're, and then once you hit a certain threshold, then you're done. Right. So, uh, my biggest thing that, because I, I struggled to, for a lot, and Nick Theodore stepped in and realized I was having some issues, and he had me read a book called Go For Now. Oh, yeah. Um, if you oh, guys haven't read that book. Get that book. I don't get paid from it or anything from telling people. It, it's a short book. It's only 78 pages long. I read it. <laughs> if I can read it, anybody can read it. I promise <laughs> you that. So that book truthfully did change my life. That has had such impact as that did. Yeah. It just changes your I would say it almost changes you the wiring of your brain. Yeah. I mean, you're able to finally understand goals and how to move forward from there. Yeah. And so if you don't know what to go for, no, it's literally exactly as the name of the book is it's literally go for now. Yeah, right. True. So a lot of people go for <laughs> X amount of it clicked in my brain to where I was like, okay, so I just need to go for a bunch of no's. How many sure. times can I get told? No. Yeah. I'd love getting no's now. It's great because you know what? It's not, it's like, he like posted on our group meeting the other day. It's like, we, we just show up here because it's our job to do that. Will they do something or not? That's up to them. Yep. I did my job. Yep. I always think back, even back, I'm sure you're, you're, you would wish this um, for your father too, but with my mother, I always just wish that somebody would have just showed her. Now, yeah. she, could she have options, but yeah. it would have made me feel better knowing that some individual tried. That's right. Right. Because then who who's to blame at that point? Obviously, that we already blame them for what position they put themselves in. That's right. But being able to have that opportunity, and that's why the way I always present it to my clients is, I don't care if you take this out. You mm -hmm. filled out a request, well, right? Because you asked me to be here. Yes. My job is literally just to get to you the information. But that's completely fine. Yeah. doesn't bother me at all. That's right. Like, it, it really does not bother me at all. No. And so um, I always just tell them, you know, you know, if it makes sense, it makes sense. If not, no big deal. But the one thing that you will know is that I was the most truthful person that you've ever sat right. with. That's right. Because I treat goes, everybody like family. The same thing goes back to my dad. And like I was telling you about that, sitting down with him asking for the life insurance. And I just didn't know any better. I wish I did. And I'm like, and when I found out this business, I could have got my dad something that would help my stepmom out to keep her home with a, you know, dire straits, really. Right. I, and that's one thing that burges my heart. I like people to connect with. Mm -hmm. Theater group. Yep. Yeah. That's, I, a, that's I a huge deal to me. I always wonder how I got into anything, but that, that has been my yep. North Star in my entire life um, ever since I, I, I found that. And so right. um, you pointed me in this direction for some reason. So here and I'm go. here. I'm just following. Uh, just just run the system, follow the process. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. So, well, awesome, man. So I know um, you, you've gone through the struggles. You've had mm -hmm. the success. Um, was there a time that you ever thought you were going to quit? Oh, uh, you know, I think about that every now and then. I do. Mm -hmm. um, who doesn't? Right. You know, 
But then I go, what's wrong with you, dude? I don't say this out loud, but I'm thinking to myself, you know, oh, you know, I got another day. What's the big deal? Mm-hmm. And it's just one day could be, we all have bad days. We all do. We don't do that. There's nothing wrong. <laughs> okay, but we all have bad days. But I never thought, you know, intentionally going, I'm going to stop doing this. Right. It doesn't make sense to me in my mm-hmm. head. I mean, because the faith is there. It works. I see the success every single day. And when I see people, you know, let's be direct with each other. People quit this business. They oh, do. Yeah. I don't understand it because either they don't have the faith or they don't believe in themselves. There's no excuses in this life. And I know you can. I'm waiting for that podcast. Yeah. So I won't share that, but I'm waiting for that. Yeah. It's just like the, there is no excuses in this life. Um, The fortunate part that we, what we have is that we were born, you know, and we got into this life. Now let's make the best of it. That's right. Let's not just dwell on the past or dwell on this or my circumstance is this, my circumstance is that. Don't be a victim. Yeah, that victim mentality really yeah. will hurt you in the long run. And if you're listening to this, you may not even realize that you have it. Yeah. But if you look around right now where you're sitting, is it if the right. answer is no, then change it. Yeah. We're not saying that you have to come sell insurance um, and that's your way out. But go find something that you love to do. And get paid to do it. Exactly. And rewarded for your efforts. Yeah, because they always say, you know, if you find something that you, you love to do, you'll never work a day in your life. That's right. And I truly don't ever feel like I'm working. I'm just having fun. I just have a good old time calling people up. They ask you to call them. They're at it's a warm lead. They're not. We're not calling people, cold calling or chasing people around. And you know, just have make fun of it, like everything else in life. Make fun of it. Why complain? Exactly. You know? What was the, you know, I, I? I not do not surround myself with complainers around myself at all. I mean, I go out to eat and I hear someone complain. I like get up and move. I don't need to hear that crap. Right. What are you going to do for you? You know, you're where you're at because you chose to be there. I'm where I'm at because I'm moving on. Yeah, you know, um, there's so much hate in this world too yeah. for successful people. You go to yeah. the top and they get thrown, tomatoes thrown at you. Like, I wasn't gonna bring this up, but we we do clips and stuff onto social media, and we got our first uh, few haters <laughs> on oh. the thing. And I screenshot it because they're so funny. You weren't you were stagnant yeah. at that point, so yeah. that's what that was my whole point. But it was just funny is that, um, of course, rich people say that. <laughs> so what the person said is just hilarious that um, you get that association of being rich because you have that viewpoint. No, it's not because I'm rich. It's because we understand life and we understand business, yeah. right? It's once you understand it, you'd be in the same position. It'll be funny if that person, I, I hope the best for them and I hope they go out and figure it out. And then at some point they look back and it's like, darn. I was an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I say that? Yeah. Nah. So, well, just, you know, disagree with you for even, even family members. My family don't, I will not allow my family to, you know, influence me in any way if it's negative. Right. Uh, they know that. I would just ignore them. And I, and I have the mental fortitude, not a mental wee wee, to do that. My family supports me because I, I, I know this is the right thing for my family, my daughters, that this is going to protect them during the worst time of their life, um, and I can provide a better lifestyle for my family. It's Almost every single podcast so yeah. far, and you started <laughs> making the income that you are making, and then maybe not even just the income, but as your mental clarity and your mental fortitude has gotten stronger, how small has the circle gotten? I want it to be small for them, but that doesn't work for me. So my circle of influence is the people that I work with every day, like you. Right. You know, that's important. Nick Theodore, John Schwartz, talk to them all the time. Well, know? that's why I think, um, you know, even our team or any other team that you become a part of, typically they become your your family because of the fact is that you guys have the same mindset, you have the same goal, and you're trying to reach the same yeah. same situations. And so I was, you know, I get belliterated all the time about the people that I, I shut out of my life that I don't allow yeah. in my life. Yeah. And it's not because I don't love them. And so they're stuck in their own head, of course. 
this. And so that's where a lot of folks don't understand. It's like, it's not a bad thing to have a small circle. It's a great thing because then you're with that circle to get to an end goal. Yeah. Right. Um, and I always say, you know, the phone works both ways. That's right. If you want to speak to me, call me. I'll yeah. always answer the phone to talk. Yeah. Um, but I won't be reaching out because you're not developing my, where I'm trying to go. That's right. You know, at 26, you know, my goals, a lot of people don't eat, can't even, I'll be done working by the end of this year. That's right. And then I will be financially retired by the end of next year. That's right. And a lot of people can't comprehend that. And that's okay. You know, you don't have to. You don't need to explain it to them. This is your goals. Which exactly. You yeah. So it's, it's just funny that um, when you get success and you get something built up that's worthwhile is when people start falling off. Yeah. It's just crazy to think about. But yeah, because they can't relate to it. You know, they're, 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 they only can go to the level that they're at. Exactly. And below. Yeah, it's called the law of the lids. If, exactly. people, if people don't know what that is. Look that book up. Yeah. If they always go back to reading. That's right. Right? Self-development, right? Yeah. Every morning, every morning I read for 10 minutes every morning. The amount of money I've spent just on self-development alone is like immaculate. It's like you see the book when I'm on the video and we do calls. You yeah. see on my bookshelf in the back. Right. It's full. It's it's. I need another bookshelf. Yeah. I'm jealous that you have a bookshelf. I'm working on. I got, <laughs> got a nice place here. I do. I I have one. I'm getting one ordered. I just don't know. I'm very picky. If you haven't noticed. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm very picky. So it takes me a while to figure out exactly what I want because I want it to be perfect um, when I get it. So yeah, whatever you want, you can do it. Right. So well, awesome, man. You know. What would be um, some goals that so what I would I was like asking this question as we're kind of getting wrapped up here. Sure. So we're gonna be going back probably another year, right? So in the next year, yeah, give me three things that you would like to improve on personally. Mm-hmm. Um, a goal for your business. Three things that the cool thing is that we're gonna be able to look back at these videos. It's, you know, remember that time we sat down and, exactly. Yeah. And I'll be able to pull it up on the TV That's when right. this happens, ding, ding, and ding. we'll 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 re-listen to it real quick. Yeah. And um, to see your future self. Yeah. What would you tell your future self a year from now? Go faster, man. <laughs> Go get it fast. Get it done quicker. Why wait? You right. know what I mean? Um, because we know the results can be always for the team. He does that for the entire all of Equus. Exactly. And that's how he is. We love that. Um, but to answer the goals in a year from now, I would have to, I, I definitely want to be on the field. Um, I don't want to be selling life insurance forever. And regional manager, regional manager is the key. That's where it's going to be at. And uh, making over one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year in residual, you know, residual income, override income, is the way to get that done. And we have the we have the the outline, the structure, the numbers. Nick shares that with us to do that. And, you know, you can do, do blocks of time of 90-day cycles, like quarters, exactly. to do that. And that's my goal is next year as regional manager and uh, out of the field, $150,000 a year residual income. Because you can remember now, I still have a retirement. I know I mentioned that a couple times, but right. it's pretty nice. Yeah. On top of that, it's like, okay, this is great. Exactly. And I'm not run, running around, you know, I want to do that for the rest of my life, mm-hmm. you know. Um, as far as personally, um, a better relationship with my daughters. They're 20, she's 25, and the others just turned 28, Yeah. You know Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And just better relationship with them. You know, um, I want to be, uh, I'm going to live in a nicer place. I My house, you know, paid off, which is great. But it's just a, you know, it's typical big house. How long have you been in the house? Well, I've owned it since 1998. So fun fun little fact about me, if you didn't know, I ha- I move, I have to, usually it's usually every, um, no matter what, I have to move every two years. Yeah. Reason being is if you, there's a book I read, I can't think of the name right now, but um, we talk a lot about getting stagnant in a certain situation. Yeah, yeah. So even we talk you to go to the next part, right? Well, the lid. Exactly. So if you're not continually moving and, and changing your surroundings, then even yeah. even in your own home, 
right? Because I'm sure when you get home, you've been there for so long, yeah. you're comfortable. I'm, it's comfortable, but you know, I, I don't want to be in that same position. It's great. Don't get me wrong. You know, the mortgage and all that stuff. And that's great. But oh, I, yeah. like I'm thinking Ponte Vedra beach, you know, Barry Clark. Oh, there. I know where that is. Mm-hmm. Horrible cell reception though. Random yeah, fact. I know. <laughs> but I'm thinking about that or St. Augustine. I like St. Augustine. You did an Airbnb. We, t- we had that conversation mm. when you went there. I love St. Augustine. St. Augustine's fun. It's beautiful. Uh, you know, you should go get one of those houses that I stayed in. I know. I know. I know. It's pretty nice. So I'm thinking about that. And I, w- I do probably want five acres of land just because yeah. I'm not going to cut it because I, gr- I, don't, I don't cut my own grass. I, don't, I have a maid. I don't clean my own house. Me either. They're, hey, they're, mine's coming next week. I'm so Is excited. Is it great? Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're well, coming to clean the house. Nothing wrong with that, but I need to do that. that does that exactly so exactly. uh you know well, let's add a new house to that you've been taught guys I, I don't think you guys understand this this man has been talking about getting a new house for a while with since a i started the, in this business I, I it was pool. probably six months but it's oh it's a sweet ride i've been checking them out right i'm looking forward to that yeah i got to pay zero taxes this this last year so i, love I loved it but <laughs> <laughs> well, keep my truck though i love my truck hey that's my... okay that's okay so um well randy you know if there's anybody that i've been able to see grow and to building this business it's yeah. definitely you thank you and so Touching those those you. goals are so attainable it's on it's it's really almost yeah. too easy so yeah. um but really you know one word that stuck out to me that you said is um have a higher intensity yeah and so um as we talk about with equus you know the intensity is there's there can be the difference between 211 degrees and 212 yep right if you don't hit that 212 you're not going to be at that boiling point so that's right um, yeah, if anything, just keep that intensity going, keep yeah. on moving, and yeah. uh, you'll get the accountability. I know to all the people that are watching this. Hey, so. I'm with you, man. Hey, man, come come join us. We'd love to have you guys come on board, and I'm accountable too, as well. Yeah, and that's the last thing I always let let folks know. You know, where can they find you if they do want to reach out to you or follow your journey? I'm sure you'll be posting more on social media now, having this podcast, and being able to show people who Randy Montrose is. Yeah, that's a good question. Well, thanks. Uh, it's my myself, it's area code nine zero four. 909 904 909 7808 and uh, Randy Montrose.com. Hey, uh, that's pretty I, easy. I can't mess that up. R A D Y Montrose, M O N T Rose.com. That's me. Perfect. Me. Well, hey, man, if you guys want to um, reach out to him on a journey that he went through, um, definitely, definitely do that. But we thank every single one of you for coming, watching, viewing, subscribing. If you do us a huge favor, just subscribe to the podcast yeah, sure. here. It really just helps us, and it's free. You know, we talk about free things. You know, our training's free, everything's free. Just please subscribe to our podcast. We really would um, appreciate that. It just helps. You know, it's not, it's fun having money, but it's even more fun to have a bunch of people that are surrounded and help as many people as possible to become uh, that financial free. Yeah, help as many people in can that have money. And you find out when you go, go places like when we travel a lot, everybody's there with us has money. Yeah. And it makes it a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we exactly. don't care about the bill. <laughs> nope. Exactly. Oh, yeah. We won't get into that. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you so much for coming on. And Randy, thank you again. I appreciate you having me, Randy. This is great. Thank you. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Let's go. We just got to go hard. Uh, I go the hardest. Yeah, oh yeah, the beast back again
adrenaline pumping through my veins Can't relax, original I am not the same as these cats I sting them if they never ever mind And they beeswax I don't ever cap, but I'm wearing like three hats Never been a rat, but I know where the cheese at You'll never get a trophy Cause they all here where we at You better believe that When it's all said and done I still be here standing Never took a loss And it ain't something that I'm planning I dare you to say something My focus is A1 Every dog has his day It's been mine since day one This is real grinding I'm still climbing Why you still trying? I'm still shining It's real blinding And I'm getting hotter too Talking top two I'm not a two You let the pressure bother you And I do what I gotta do Let's go home Coming close to me, flow is on the topic. I'm starting fires through poetry. The hardest out, staying loyal, no falling out. And if you step into the court, be ready, we balling out. Yeah, the coldest of teens, they know what we bring, don't try us. They know in between, we go for these dreams in silence. Hard work, don't mistake it for magic. We been shooting in the gym, this is targeting practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just getting started, getting feet wet. It's all in repetition, ain't a secret All facts, all black dress code Pay me my respect, collecting every debt I go the hardest I bring the pain Not what she used to 